You're listening to Leader FM. Leader FM is hosted by executive coach Dr. Scott Francis and marketing media man Tony Creech. Self-awareness is not only important, but we believe it's one of the big foundational keys to leadership development. Yeah, absolutely. One of the reasons why I think it really matters is because people that are self-aware are able to handle conflict really well. Yeah, yeah. The, the self-aware person, and again, it's, it's not a case where you are either or. It's not like you are self-aware and that those other people over there are not vice versa, right? It's, it's a continuum and you, you grow in it. And I think that you can, have, you can have seasons in your life where you're less self-aware than others depending on all the circumstances. But when you are self-aware, generally, you're gonna be much more thoughtful about life. Like you're gonna take the time to sit down. You'll actually carve out spaces in your life to get away and really think about things, hmm. right? You're gonna be able to be curious. And I think curiosity is linked to becoming a visionary and being able to uh, look at the future and look at what could be. And also with curiosity, you're gonna be comfortable looking at things that show up that are perhaps negative, hmm. right? Because quite often when you notice something about your life that's negative, defensiveness shows up. Hmm. And the antidote to defensiveness is curiosity. So instead of saying, yuck, I don't like what I see about myself, and then try and ignore it, mm-hmm. you can say, oh, that's interesting. What's, what's that? Mm-hmm. You know, and that is a, a real step forward into self-awareness. By being curious... Hmm. It, it segues to the next question and the next question. I wish my parents reacted like that about my grades. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, that's, why I, wonder, you... I wonder why that is. <laughs> so, so somebody without self-awareness. Yeah, if you don't have self-awareness, like? you know, the picture of uh, someone without self-awareness, this really gets to why I think this really matters, is that famous story of the emperor and his brand new clothes that aren't really clothes at all where he walks around thinking and living in this world where he's wearing these wonderful garments and everybody else just sees a dude in his underwear. Yeah. It's delusion. We're all, I think we're all pretty afraid of being the one that's deluded. Yeah. But, but, but I think that that's a big, a big reality for so many people. Mm. I mean, including every one of us. Mm. We all have degrees of of blindness to aspects of ourselves. Hmm. We don't know certain things about ourselves and we need other people to point that out. Even then, when they point it out, there's pieces they don't necessarily see, right? Um, someone who is self-aware is gonna be open to seeking out those pieces, where if you're not in the habit of self-awareness, you're gonna wanna almost just cover your ears, you know, and, and block your eyes and say, nah, nah, I don't wanna hear And if it. you're a king, you'll just call for their heads. <laughs> you don't think this call is beautiful? Their... You think I'm in my undies? Then take them out back. I think hmm. that that person without self-awareness is that person who uh, gets fired and has no idea why. It's that person whose spouse or significant other uh, leaves them, walks away one day. They don't really know why. Yeah. Someone oblivious. And I think almost every one of us can look back on your life and, and find like a boss or, you know, a teammate yeah. or so, somebody that is completely oblivious to how they're impacting people around them or yeah. about themselves. And perhaps it's dangerous to use these big examples because if you look at that 
big example like the Emperor's New Clothes and think, well, that's not me. I'm not deluded. You might delude yourself into thinking that you're not you don't have any blind spots. Yeah. So some people will say, I don't need self-awareness because I know me. I'm me. And I think if you're going to begin to look at yourself, uh, you need to be the kind of king that is okay finding out that you're in your skivvies. <laughs> What's the Canadian word? What's this? Gitch? Oh, my gosh. Is that a Canadian? It depends that, what province you're in. Oh, what, what province is that from? Uh, that I think just, that's more Alberta. Alberta. That's where Alberta. I first heard it. Did you? Yeah. Gitch. Oh, my gosh. Uh, We're going to have to put a disclaimer on this. Brides and his gitch. Is that a bad word? Uh, it depends what province you're from. Oh, really? Yeah. Ontario, that's probably bad. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. There's a whole group of people in Ontario I need to apologize to. I'm going to need to edit this out. If we can move uh, towards understanding a little bit of what self-awareness is, it will further flush out why we think this is so important. And one of those things is just to move beyond uh, an idea of self-awareness that happens just point in time. Like for a moment, Scott said, Scott, but, but for a moment, I realized that I had a verbal mess up. <laughs> now that is absolutely different from holding on to something for a long time. So if I look right. at one time I was mad um, and I can't handle myself being a mad person, I push it out of my psyche. I lose awareness of times when I might be prone to anger or, um, you know, emotions I might easily go to in certain kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Well, I think also like it depends where you are in time as well. Like, like mm. there are certain times where you are more open to learning. Mm-hmm. I think typically when your ego is more secure, mm-hmm. that's going to be there. And there's other times where something comes up and it, it causes so much negative emotion that it, it arouses mm-hmm. dissonance. Mm-hmm. And that, that really throws people off because, because our delusions are so often connected to our sense of self-identity. Mm-hmm. I know what I am mm-hmm. and don't you dare shake that away from me. And yeah, and, and if we talk about what self-identity is, it's different than self-awareness. Yes. Because if we think of, if we try to substitute self-identity for self-awareness, we're making the mistake of believing in what we've decided about ourselves. Typically, when we talk about self-identity, it is what I've decided I am. Yeah. And that is almost always an illusion of some sort. And that, that, that doesn't mean it's an unhealthy illusion. It's important to make a distinction between that self-identity and this sense of being self-aware yeah. and in knowing that you're yeah. much more than that. Wait, and, and I think that you're, you're onto something there because mm. if, you're, if you're not thinking that I'm much more than this thing, mm. uh, then you can become obsessed or even possessed mm. by that ideology, right? Uh, and quite often, that's what it is. My identity may perhaps be uh, a certain uh, gender identity mm. or race or... Mm. Or I mean, or know. profession. Uh, yeah. If my, yeah. if my identity has been being a hockey player, I blow up my knee and I can't play anymore, what's going to happen? Um, if that's all that I've convinced yeah. myself that I'm able to be or who I am, then I'm going to take a, a depressive turn. Yeah. And part of that's yeah. natural. Part of it is that is getting over an illusion that that's all you were. So that brings us then to the self-awareness piece. Self-awareness is a verb. Hmm. It's not just a, a, a noun that you are, yes. but it's an action that you're doing, hmm. right? And hmm. so if you have habits that effectively cause self-awareness hmm. to be active in your life, when you blow out your knee, 
you're going to have the wherewithal to spend some time reflecting and reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, you're hitting on a such critical point that when you're self-aware, we never mean anyone is ever 100% self-aware. It means that if you're practicing self-awareness, yeah. you can be growing in self-awareness. And if you're doing that, you are, I think, getting to a definition we had talked about earlier. You can move to a place where you are becoming more and more comfortable with the tension inside yourself, with the dissonance yeah. inside yourself. Dissonance. You know, I love the word dissonance. Um, when you look at music, uh, if you listen to a piece of music that has no dissonance, it's actually a very boring piece of music. Hmm. Dissonance are those tense moments where the, the, the notes don't quite match. Mozart was brilliant at dissonance. He would layer dissonance on top of dissonance on, and you'd just be aching for it to finally resolve. Mm-hmm. But that's why his music was so amazing. You know, um, and I think that's the same when we look at our own lives. Hmm. If we're not comfortable with... Hmm. Uh, and by dissonance, what do we mean, Tony? Well, I mean, we mean that there's things that don't add up inside yourself, just, just, just in the plainest of language. You'll look at yourself and you'll do something that you don't want to do. And you'll say, right. I, maybe I yelled at somebody that I would never yell at. And I, if I need, if I have an emotional need to not acknowledge or to be a hero and to not be a bad person, I can be aware for a slight moment and then push it out of my self-awareness, yeah. uh, which is the whole important note about not being point in time, but being able to hold on to that and ask yourself, and again, move into curiosity and say, yeah. why do I get so angry when people talk about hockey players? <laughs> is it because I blew up my knee once and I used to be one and it just enrages me that I can't because I deserve to be on the ice because I am really, you know, so <laughs> we can get in these ramps. Right, right. And there's your piece, being curious about what's happening mm-hmm. in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and that brings up a, a learning style mm-hmm. as opposed to a very set in your way. I am what I am and I believe what I am. And don't you dare change my self-definition. Because what happens in cognitive dissonance, what ha- the, the loop of sliding backwards, if, if we're not right. able to put right. it together. So How- cognitive dissonance, that's where something comes along that, that knocks the legs out on what you believe. Okay. Uh, say you believe that the earth is flat. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you start seeing pictures from space and you see the curve of the earth. Mm-hmm. And if, depending on how important it is that you continue to believe that, mm-hmm. you can, you can, it, it can build up this, this dissonance builds up and builds up to the point that it becomes so tense that you make up an excuse mm-hmm. like the, you know, you, you say that it's a grand conspiracy. Mm-hmm. All these pictures are, have been touched up or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and then you go back to your belief that the earth is flat mm-hmm. and, and cover your ears to mm-hmm. any other. And you actively find ways to get rid of the dissonance that Bingo. the new fact has yeah. caused. And even though this thing is a fact, you don't accept it. And I think that is, that is what we do not mean by, by, you know, that's the opposite of self-awareness. Yeah. That is pushing something back out of awareness again. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are able to practice awareness, it is not in the sense of a negative fixed mindset. So it does not mean you maybe finding yourself lying and then saying, well, I'm a liar. I'm a liar. It's just who I am. Hmm. That's not self-awareness either. Self-awareness, 
would be, wouldn't be this fixed mindset, I am this way, I'm always this way kind of a thing, this, this belief in this, this soul unitary person that, that doesn't have all, all the wonderful shades and, and, and angles that humans have. Instead, self-awareness might be something more like, I am aware that there are certain situations in which I am prone to lie, or I feel really tempted to lie, and I, and I can often do so to protect my ego or, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's more of an acknowledgement of, of a behavior that, uh, and, and, and further awareness can lead you to where the behavior comes from and that, and that the keys of curiosity and, um, well-being will help you be able to be, increase in self-awareness. And I think practicing self-awareness is the key that begins your journey in terms of growing as a yeah. leader, in terms of growing as a person. If you can get a hold of this key, um, and start unlocking its doors. And again, not, not going to a fixed mindset where you label yourself and, and fix yourself to certain traits that you have instead of just non-judgmentally beginning to hold them in your hands and get curious about them. It can lead to growth. It is the grown-up way of thinking about yourself and the situations around you. It's nuanced. It's got gray areas. It's just not black and white. And it's, it's got tensions. There's going to be aspects that uh, are unknown. Hmm. And you have to be comfortable with that. And that's the way life really is. Hmm. And that's how grown-ups think about life. Right? And so self-awareness is the mature way of actively thinking about yourself and your situation. It's the way to ensure you can start growing so you don't need to delude yourself or delude others or blame yourself or blame others.